0: If I ever do anything right, I wanna be so good to this little light. If I ever wake in the night, I wanna know Progressive Parenting Radio is a production of Progressive Parenting Network and GinaKirby.com. No material on this radio program should be considered medical advice. This is a listener-funded program. And now, your host, Gina Kirby.
1: Being a parent is the hardest job you will ever have. Progressive Parenting understands this and wants you to know that you are not alone. My name is Gina Kirby, and I am your humble host. I am not a parenting expert, but as a doula childbirth educator... Well, League International Breastfeeding Peer Counselor and Concerned Parent of Four Children, I understand the difficulties involved with parenthood. So, I will be inviting doctors, nurses, family workers, authors, and experts from different fields to answer your parenting questions. Because this is a progressive talk show, we will broach topics and air opinions that you as a parent might not otherwise hear about through the mainstream media. The mission of progressive parenting is to inform, not preach, to share, not adv- not advise, and to connect, not alienate. Progressive Parenting Radio is a listener-funded program. If you enjoy the information we bring to you, please consider donating. You can send PayPal donations to ProgressiveParentingRadio at gmail.com. PPR uh, has been broadcasting for nine years now, bringing quality information to listeners like you. We would like to thank our listeners and our sponsors for supporting our mission to bring great information to you. The number to call in during the program is 347-850-1642. That number again is 347-850-1642. One six four two if you'd like to ask a question or make a comment, press one and it will alert a producer that you have something to say. I am very excited about today's show, and I'm also really excited and proud uh, to let you know that today's program is brought to you by Jane Austen Yoga. Jane Austen has online yoga programs for your clients if you're a dual listening prenatally or if you're a mom for you. Uh, this is a fantastic program that you can find at janeaustin.com. Now, I'm really stoked about today's program. My guest is Deborah Piscali Bonaro. She is the founder and president of Pain to Power Childbirth Experience, director of the award-winning documentary Orgasmic Birth, The Best Kept Secret, and co-writer of Orgasmic Birth, Your Guide to Safe, Satisfying, and Pleasurable Birth, all of which explore the intimate and sacred nature of birth. Deborah is an inspirational international speaker Chair of the International Mother-Baby Childbirth Organization, Advisor to Human Rights and Childbirth, and the International Childbirth Education Association. Deborah's passion comes from her years as a Lamaze International Childbirth Educator and Birth and Postpartum Doula Trainer with Dona International, where she has worked with women, men, midwives, doulas, and physicians in over 30 countries, bringing comfort, love, and pleasure to birth and life. deborah has been featured on ABC's 2020, Good Morning, Russia, an NBC Today show, Discovery Health in the the New York Times, the LA Times, the UK Times, as well as numerous parenting and health magazines around the world. Deborah is a pioneer in reminding humanity that birth can be full of pleasure and delight. And it is my pleasure and delight to have her live on the air with us today. Thank you for joining
2: us, Deborah. Thank you so much, Gina. It's so wonderful to be here with you and your audience. Uh, I've been meaning to have
1: you back on the program for a, a long time now so I'm just so happy to talk to you. So I want to know lots and lots about what you are up to um right now because I know you have so many neat things going on and I want to know more about the um pleasure um about pleasurable birth like the just the idea of it. I know if somebody's brand new to our program and maybe you know not really familiar with the birth world the idea that birth could be pleasurable uh might be a really foreign concept.
2: Yes, for sure. And especially with all that the media, as you know so well, right, tells us that it's fear and pain and that. So, my message is always that birth has so many moments of pleasure. And I think we just haven't given kind of the vocabulary to it from, I'm sure, just thinking about it, you can imagine the joy and the pleasure. And you've done it four times when you first welcome your baby from your body to your arms and look into their eyes and and see them. I think everyone can agree that's a heightened moment of pleasure But the problem is imagining that the labor itself can have moments of pleasure and delight. But as we know, it's really true. If we change just slight little things about our approach to birth, we can get a completely different experience. And you're so amazing, and I share with you kind of the passion for rebozos, for dancing, for movement. But I think Mm. what we sometimes forget to talk about is love and the intimacy and the connection and the sexuality. And there are so many different levels that we can move through birth as a physical, emotional, spiritual, and sexual experience that can take us to new heights.
1: Oh, my gosh, yeah. I, it's just, it, like you said, it's missing. The The vocabulary isn't there when we're talking about birth, I think, I remember from my my first childbirth education class that I took, it it was a lot of focus on what's going to be happening to my body and not a a lot of talking about what I was going to be feeling. And I I love the idea of introducing that to parents, you know, ahead of time, (laughs) maybe not having a conversation afterward. And and that, that means a lot to me. From the very first my first birth to my second birth were two different experiences because I went into them differently,
2: yes, and probably let go also of a lot of fear, right? I love the acronym that fear is false evidence appearing real, and yeah. being in childbirth for thirty years, I've certainly had um I'll, A lot of opportunity to see birth changing, but to see our fears changing and why so much of society is advancing and improving. In the area of birth, we're actually going backwards. We have more fear today than we did 30 years ago for sure. And a lot of that is this false evidence, this misinformation about what's possible in birth.
1: Yeah. Absolutely. And like you were saying, what we get from the media and, you know, I say that all of my students in my childbirth education class have been in a childbirth education class for their whole lives and it's the world. It's it's their culture. It's whatever their culture told them about birth. That's what they believe about it. And like you said, sadly, in our culture, that's not really celebrated. Um, it's It's something maybe to be feared. It's a mystery, I think, to a lot of people.
2: Yes, and because it's a mystery and because we've shrouded it in fear and disconnected it from our lives we don't often have all the tools, and we don't understand how just laying down in a bed, right, makes labor longer and more painful. So when we look at what we see with birth and we see it as hard and painful, we can't imagine pleasure. But in order to change it up, we literally have to get up. Don't let anybody put you down. And we need to bring things that, honestly, my great-grandmother knew, Without even taking childbirth, Ed, she just, little old Italian lady, I used to love to hear her birth stories when I was little because she would talk about, you know, I'd say, what's labor like? And she would say, well, you just keep moving until your body tells you what to do next. And mm-hmm. she worked on the- farm and she gardened and she talked about always being out in the land in labor and then when it would ask more of her she said well then i would move into the house because you know i wanted a little quieter and when i needed to go to birth and she showed me and like being a little girl and seeing this woman at little tiny woman at in her 80s she would go stand over the kitchen sink and kind of squat and hang there and she'd go and the midwife would catch the baby from behind and that was, like, a wow. stunning image as a young child to see an 80-year-old woman kind of show me and talk about birth, like, amazing, you know. And yeah. we, like, lost that kind of knowledge. Well, because we don't talk about it, it's kind
1: of like a taboo thing. Like, I, people just won't talk about it at dinner or breakfast or at a <laughs> It's generally not something that's shared in that way and how what a what a beautiful treat for you as a child to have it presented to you in such a a normal you know nonchalant like this is this is how we do things kind of way and not have it be a mystery to you
2: yeah, and I'm you know that for me allowed me to go into my first birth you know years later without any fear and you know being able to fully trust my body, my baby, and go deeper into the sensations. And as we know, you know when you what you resist kind of persists. And so uh-huh. the more we fight our bodies and fight our pain, the more pain we have. But when we trust our bodies, and even though the sensations, can be strong. They don't always get interpreted as pain if we move through them, if we let go and release into them. And it's amazing to look at how shifting vocabulary and bringing back our great-grandmother's wisdom can really provide this new opportunity for birth with more joy, with more sacredness, more pleasure.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Tell me more about pain to power. I am Super curious about this.
2: Well, this has been so much fun for me because creating a documentary called Orgasmic Birth that's gone all around the world and then co-authoring the book Orgasmic Birth um, with my wonderful dear friend and midwife, Elizabeth Davis, we had so many people all over the world say, like, I want that. You know, (laughs) how do I really achieve that? And they felt that while the... Film kind of let them see it, and the book took them deeper. They wanted more, so my newest baby is paintopowerchildbirth.com, and I thought, as an educator for 30 years, I've certainly been doing in person classes for a long time and being able to bring these concepts, which as you said, most childbirth ed is really about the process and not as much about the experience and really preparing you because we birth the way we live. So we need to look at where are our joys in our life, where are our challenges, and how can we move through them to bring them to birth in the fullest way and be ready to parent, so it was. It's been interesting for me to figure out how to bring that kind of wisdom I share in person online and make it interactive and supportive. And I'm having so much fun with it as women and men and partners are joining me from around the world right now. Oh, that's really
1: exciting! I love. I love that. I've been like. It's, I think it's something I've been waiting for as a childbirth educator to like. Let's let's start teaching about birth in a different way. Please. <laughs> That's wonderful. I'm happy to hear
2: about
1: that. Yes. This.
2: So how oh, can people find more about what you're doing? Well We have different websites, so orgasmicbirth.com is an easy way to stream our film or purchase our book, and you can link from there to Pain to Power Childbirth, or people can go directly if what you're looking for is online childbirth experience. Go to paintopowerchildbirth.com, and if you sign up, we'll send you for free my top ten pleasure tips that you can start using right away. And we will be sending you updates of a lot of freebies, too. So whether or not you join us in the class or not, we hope you'll just join us to share experiences and support each other in this amazing process of birth and parenting.
1: I have to say, just because I have you on the show, I love
2: the movie so much. I,
1: I really, I, I've shown it to so many people. I've probably seen it personally myself maybe about 90 times. I love wow. this movies, so I have it all memorized. <laughs> um, it was it's so powerful, and I love when I do share it, with, like, with a class or with a couple or one of my friends. um I love watching their expressions throughout the movie. Uh, I love the conversations that come up from um, from having watched it. Uh, I love um, just how many people it's affected. I I know you already know this, but I just, I wanted to share, like, it just be so amazing to think about all of the lives that you've touched and how many births are maybe, you know, different after having seen that film. I just I just want to thank you for making it. It's it's a really special one in my um in my library of movies that I share with couples.
2: Oh, thank you. You know, coming from you, Gina too, it just touches my heart. I'm really humbled and grateful that you shared that, and that our film has touched you and touched others, um, it really has been amazing, and I think it 's you know if I can just share a lot of people think that I like sat down and kind of we all have that bucket list or dream list of what we 're going to do in our lives, and that making a movie was on mine, and it wasn't. I literally was sound asleep one night and like saw myself in my dream make this film like literally a dream, wow. and I woke. I woke my husband in the middle of the night and said, honey, i got to make a film, you know, and he just laughed. He was like, go back to sleep because you have to know I'm like terrible with cameras and I'm not like, that wasn't anything I ever talked about. So he was like, good dream, go to sleep. And when I woke up in the morning, it just was so vivid that I had to do it that I just felt so guided in whatever way you call that kind of divine path. And so, I really feel making the film, we're all one degree of separation from people that have knowledge and wisdom. We don't always have to have it. So really kudos to an amazing production team. But I just feel so blessed that the women and men and babies and midwives and doctors and all the people that kind of came forward were willing to share their intimate moments because they believe that the personal is political and it was through their generosity of sharing their most intimate moments that they wanted to inspire and educate women and men and grandparents and children all around the world. So hearing your words, I just kind of say thank you on behalf of this huge group that are part of the film, not just me. And, uh, <laughs> We call ourselves the Orgasmic Family and amazingly we also really stay in touch. Like it the film brought us together in a way I never could have imagined because we do feel it's making such a statement. So thank you.
1: Oh yeah, absolutely. I just I I I knew I was gonna end up gushing about it, but <laughs> it's just it's such a big deal. And if you haven't watched it, you guys you have to go to um Deborah's website and, and watch it because it is amazing and if you're a childbirth educator or a doula it's a wonderful tool to get um, your classroom talking about their ideas about birth and what, come, what that film lights up within them after they've seen it and then the questions that come about are fantastic so I highly highly recommend it and um, I was gifted a copy of your book uh, Orgasmic Birth from a dear friend of mine and I loved it. I loved it. I thought it was fantastic. I thought it was a great follow up to the film. And um it just it, it was really kinda eye opening for me in in some parts too. And the movie and the book really helped me, I think, as an educator to be able to talk, um how do I say this? To to be able to talk about sex with my clients and pleasure. Good. <laughs> A way that I, I didn't think I was able to before. It almost like gave me permission to like go ahead and say what you've been like holding back. <laughs> and, um, and I think my clients are all very grateful for it. I think there's almost like a sigh of relief in the classroom too when we're like,
2: oh, can we talk about this? Oh, okay, good.
0: <laughs> I'm good. so
2: glad to hear that. And uh, thank you for being bold and and speaking about it because until we give voice to it right so many people i mean came up to me and have said around the world like no one talked to me about this or like i had an experience of pleasure in birth and i didn't even tell my husband because i felt mm-hmm. ashamed because i didn't think that i was normal so mm-hmm. we have to give voice
1: yeah, that's the thing, too. And I, I, as soon as I gave myself permission to say that, it's like everybody felt like they had permission to just talk about their bodies. And and it comes up a lot, you know, after the movie, too, especially after the last birth, you know, where people are like, does that really, really happen? Or is it like that what they caught the one lady in the whole world ever that enjoyed this experience? I'm like, no, it really does happen. And it's so great. Um, I think your movie, too, has allowed people to come forth and say, yeah, I had a very pleasurable birth experience, and it doesn't have to be. And that's the thing too, like um, an orgasmic experience. <laughs> it can be um, a very beautiful, intense one, like um, an yeah. excited, pregnant, you know, birth. It, it, it can ecstatic. I think is the, the word I was looking for. Um, where I will be really honest with you, by baby number four with Jack, I was like, I'm gonna have an orgasmic birth. Damn it. <laughs> 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 and to be honest I didn't but I but it was a pleasurable ecstatic beautiful amazing experience
2: and um
1: and that's enough for me <laughs>
2: And, I- and no, that's an orgasmic birth. What, and I'm so glad you kind of talked this because it's good for us to kind of communicate it. Orgasmic birth can go as far, and even Elizabeth Davis and I define, it can include what we call a birthgasm, that that mm-hmm. most incredible birth orgasm. But those are very few orgasmic birth is heightened physical and emotional experience is women claiming their power it's birthing in their way and really feeling and looking back on birth with joy with ecstasy with happiness with pleasure all the words you just described because i mean i set my google alert to orgasmic and it's amazing like you know chocolate is orgasmic and you know (laughs) People use orgasmic because it's not orgasm. Our mind goes because an right. orgasm is orgasmic. But there are many other levels to being orgasmic, and I would never want anyone to put on, like, their birth preferences or plan that they needed a birthgasm because even in any day if we're trying to have an orgasm, sometimes the harder we try, the more it eludes right. us.
0: <laughs> but I'd
2: rather that if it if it happens and you have a birth birthgasm, you celebrate it, you're not ashamed, but if you find any element of heightened physical, emotional experience that brings you to joy, happiness, ecstasy, bliss, and pleasure, that you define your birth as orgasmic. So I hear, Gina, that you had an orgasmic birth. I surely did then. If, I, if
1: that is the definition, I sure did. It was amazing. It was amazing. Um, all, all of my, you know, all of my births have been pretty fantastic. Um, I had a hospital birth, and I had three home births. Um, the most ecstatic one, though, was with the birth of my second daughter, um, Uma, who has Down syndrome. She, her birth was the most amazing, and it's. I really believe it's because of like what your grandmother said. Um, back then, I, I wasn't a doula yet. I wasn't a childbirth educator. Uh, I knew just enough to be dangerous because I had a, a a place called Mommy Matters in California where we had childbirth education. So I knew a little bit, and uh, but not what I know now. And going into that birth in that very um, kind of innocent way or naive way that I went into it, I just listened to my body, Deborah. I just, like, walked around the house and got on my hands and knees when I felt I needed to, and no one told me what to do. And by the time the doula showed up, I was already, like, in transition but didn't know it. I kept waiting for it to get worse, and it never did. Um, I kept trying to compare it to my induction, you know, at the hospital. And it never got like that. And I just instinctively knew what to do with my body. And that birth was amazing. I told my husband when she was being born, I didn't feel any pain. It just felt really good. And, And then I felt like I went somewhere else. And I can never... Like, describe it in a way that doesn't make me sound crazy, but I felt like I went into the universe and I could feel, like, stars being born and I could feel the whole universe moving and it was just the most beautiful thing ever, ever. And then it was like, it took me a while to realize I'd given birth (laughs) and then holding my baby in my arms, I don't, that was just the most ecstatic, orgasmic ecstasy I had ever
2: experienced in my life. (laughs) I just wow! Got really <laughs> yes, and hearing it, I just got really emotional. And the words and the way you can you brought me right there with you. Thank you for sharing. That was just so beautiful.
1: I want what a gift to know that that could be, you know, that it's possible. I, I I've had one kind of birth. You know, the kind of birth that that's presented. people, you know, like this is how you get, you know, I laid in bed the whole time I was in labor. Uh, I was induced right when I walked in. Um, I think, you know, that that's the way I think people think. That is an option. You know what I mean? Right. Your baby that way too. That is totally okay. But I want parents to know that there's other options and that, you know, you might want to look into them. And then once you've decided that that's maybe something you want, that there's ways to go about learning about it and through your movie, through your book. And I'm sure now uh, paying for uh, the childbirth experience with you is definitely a way for them to know, it. you know, I want, I want what she has. <laughs> like if if you just heard that in some of that, that if you did, that there's a way to go about it and to a way to learn more about that.
2: Yes. Yeah. How beautiful. And, and, you know, isn't birth like each birth is so unique even each of yours right and what a process to hear how you changed in each environment and how each birth and each baby because each baby is a part of the process and brings their uniqueness and change too yeah even if you have like 15
1: kids every single one of those births is going to be different and you come out the other end completely changed uma definitely changed me my husband said i turned to him after i had her and was kind of like back to earth again. The first thing I said to him was like, I can do anything now. And he said he Ah. was never afraid of me ever in a relationship until that moment. He's like,
2: I thought you were going to eat me. (laughs) (laughs) So powerful in that moment.
1: Isn't
2: that, and that's what, Birth is right. It's not about just birthing our babies. It's as you know the quotes go. It's birthing ourselves. It's finding that fierce mother in, within us that kind of comes out when birth allows us to experience it to its fullest.
1: Yeah, and it doesn't have to look one certain way. My one of my best friends in the world had a C-section, and she told me the exact same words right after, like yes. after she came into um, out of recovery. And I was like, how do you feel? And she's like, I feel fierce. I feel like I could do anything now. And I was just like, ah, that's the power of birth,
2: really. Yes, and I'm so glad you said that, too, because I, I agree with you. I think we have to honor that every birth experience, we never know what birth will ask of us to safely bring our baby earthside, and yeah. that we can experience this in any setting, but it does often take some preparation, because if you're not communicating well with your caregivers, if you don't know the just little things to kind of weave in and claim you know your rights and your power in birth you can get swept to the other side but when you have that information and as you and i would probably say a doula by your side too to help you to kind of amplify your voice to make sure that you're honored in every situation we can make every birth pleasurable and that's kind of the, the sad thing is that too many women are not achieving that when we know every birth has that potential.
1: Yeah, that and that, is, and that is sad, and it's not about, um, about judgment either. I think people no. uh, have this idea about doulas and childbirth educators that our whole goal is to make sure babies come out of a vagina, <laughs> you know, at home or something. And that's not... Um, so many of my doula friends and childbirth educators, we all share the same idea that I just want our clients to be informed and have been treated with dignity and respect, and and were able to make all their own decisions at the end of the day. I really don't care how you have your baby or where. I just want to make sure that you you have great memories of of what happened, and if you're treated with dignity and respect, uh, and are given choices, then you're, you know, when you're, when it's all said and done, you can look back and say, this is mine and you claim that. And that's what I want for everybody.
2: I agree. And the only element I'd add to it is the dignity and respect and decision-making, but love. I feel like we keep this, we make the baby in love. We need to birth in love. And I wish our environments could be filled more with love and pleasure. Yeah. Oh, it, it's
1: got to be hard in, in certain spaces, you know, where it happens 24-7 uh, to 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 keep that sacredness of, of what yeah. happens, you know, that it's, it's hard not to look at it like a business, I think, um, you know, when it's happening all the time. So uh, that's I think that's the nice part about having a doula is, you know, having that one person in the room that really uh, can bring the love, that can hold that space of love who is... Excited to be there and um, honored to be there. I I think that's what doulas bring that maybe doesn't get listed on websites, you know, um, as the, the, the thing that they bring that is really important. And it's the love, I think
2: totally i mean as we know right the hormones of childbirth the main one oxytocin is the hormone of love and so we always have that choice to run the energy of love which will keep labor moving easier and oxytocin's a huge pain reliever too the the more we produce it the more comfort and pleasure we're in versus pain and yet too many people are running the energy of fear and that adrenaline and cortisol right is stopping and slowing labor so love is not just kind of this nice kind of hippie word to throw in there. It really is essential for birth to go easier and safer in many ways, and also it is the key element to finding pleasure in birth.
1: Absolutely, I think that'd be something a takeaway from today. If you're listening as an expectant mom, um, to think about. If love is really important, if that oxytocin hormone is really important to let your labor be easier, um, then you want to think about, who do I want to have in my birth environment? And are they going to help me to feel loved, And are they loving me? And that's a really important yes. question yes. to ask yourself. Beautiful question. Yeah, Absolutely. Okay, so remind everybody how they can find out more about Pain to Power, which I am super excited about. I want to know more. <laughs> Power.
2: Thank you. Well, they can visit me at www.paintopowerchildbirth.com and you'll see a little pop-up there if you put your name and email in, we'll send you our 10 free pleasure tips. And you certainly can read all about our class and all the benefits and can sign up anytime. We have an anytime option, so if you're due soon and you want to get in there, it's moving at your own pace. It should be nine weeks, nine modules, but, you know, if you need to do it sooner, we can arrange to do it sooner. And otherwise, we'll guide you through the nine weeks and then still give you weeks after so it stays there for a long time for you so you can look at it again and again and enjoy all our we have a lot of film clips that you can't get anywhere else uh, pdfs and you get these we call them tea time chats with me so we get these kind of q and a's like we're having today where people can discuss what they're learning and i can talk and guide you deeper into whatever you desire Ah, that is awesome. And also, you guys, you can find um, Pain to Power on
1: Facebook. It's uh, Pain to Power Childbirth Experience. That's all you have to put in your search bar to find it, or just Facebook.com forward slash Pain to Power Childbirth, and you can find her there. Um, Do you guys have an Instagram page or anything else we need to know about or a Twitter handle?
2: We're using Twitter and Instagram off Orgasmic Birth. So, yes, both. Orgasmic Birth on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram. (laughs)
1: Okay, good. I just want to make sure they know all the different places to get more information from you. I want to thank you for coming on our program because um, I'm a huge fan. I've been trying really hard not to nerd out the whole time about having you on the show. So um, thank you so much for being on the program and for all the work that you do for moms and babies and their families.
2: Thank you, Gina, and back at you. I love your work and all that you're doing, so it's been truly an honor to be here talking with you today. Thank you.
1: Oh, my goodness. My husband's looking at me right now with a big smile on his face because I just freaked out and blushed all over. All right. (laughs) Thank you so much for being on the program. I want to thank everybody for listening. If you want to have um, more of this type of programming, please let me know what you want to hear about by emailing me at radio at gmail.com. We pride ourselves on bringing quality information to parents uh, that they generally just don't get through the mainstream media. We, pre- we provide all of this info gratis to our listeners, but it's our listeners who make the biggest difference. If you've been following us recently, you know um, that we are uh, doing more things in our program, and we need you to give us feedback to let us know about what you want to know about. Um, I will be in San Diego, the very first weekend of March I will be in Santa Clara the third weekend of March and in Sacramento the third weekend of March if you want to see me if you want to know more about what I'm up to find me at com. and until next time take care of yourself and take care of each other
0: If I am do anything right. I wanna be so good today, this, this little life. If I ever wake in the night, I wanna know.